TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Hello and welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. Marcus Pierce here with you for episode 431 and boy, oh boy, what a chat we're having today. We are chatting with one of the great conversationalists you will ever meet. He's one of the master socializers humanity has ever known. He is the golden retriever, labradoodle, chihuahua, Cavalier, Cavadoodle, Cavaloodle, whatever you call those weird, amazing dogs that you just want to hang around. Here's Dr. Damien Christoph. How are you, brother? Oh, I'm great. Thank you, MDP. Uh, are, you, uh, are you feeling good? Are you uh, on purpose? How I'm on life? fire. I'm on fire. I am, um, I am just really curious about our conversation today yes. because I feel like it could be full of giggles. I yes. feel like it could be full of, um, oh, did he just say that? And <laughs> I just am really looking forward to opening up a can of worms on uh, an experience that you had recently. I'm not sure if you're going to out this person by name. I don't know if they're one of those great people that never listens, but I would love for you to share with us the experience that you had and then we'll open it up to the Facebook Live viewers and everyone listening on their Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever they are, can have a little tinker and think about this. But what happened to you recently that got your goat up that deserves a whole episode? <laughs> All right. So let's say, for example, you and I are having a conversation um, and we – I can't imagine this actually happening – and we disagree <laughs> on something. Um, and if we just disagree on something, that's okay. So we'll just continue to keep on talking because you and I have rapport about that. You know, like you – I love the idea that we could have conversation about the things that you're not supposed to have conversations about, mm-hmm. sex, politics, mm-hmm. and religion. I, like I love the idea that you can have conversations with your friends, people you love, have conversations about those sorts of things. Um, and if it kind of goes a bit south that you don't, you know, pull the stumps out of the ground and take your bat and walk home. Um, yes. And, and – I think that in like a normal life and in a space where we have open, honest conversations and communication, um, it should be fine for anybody to have a difference of opinion um, and that difference of opinion be respected and also challenged. I think that's totally fine to be able to have that. You don't have to agree with everything. Um, but if you do agree, great. If you don't agree, great. Um, let's have a conversation about it. But if it's you and me just talking in the street or there's three of us talking in the street, you just wouldn't walk away from somebody. Like you just wouldn't walk away and not give any context to the reason why you're walking away and just disappear. I had a situation the other day where I was involved in a chat, um, on a WhatsApp chat, um, which is kind of not social media. It's uh, it's like a text message, right? But it's just kind of done in live, like Messenger. Um, and I was having a chat with two of my mates, uh, very good mates, mates for, that I've had for a, a, a lot of years, you know, a lot of years. And um, we got talking about the situation here in Victoria. Um, some conversation started up. The original conversation was about, hey, let's catch up. Why don't we all catch up? This would be great. 
And then we got into lockdown and it was like, oh, bloody hell. And then there was some F&Cs, you know, shared. And then there was, you know, some, um, you know, I, I that's, hate That's fish person. and chips, of course, F&Cs. Yes, <laughs> I hate this person and this person, you know, is not a nice person. Um, and then all of a sudden, one of the people in the chat, on the bottom of the chat, it says, such and such left the conversation. <laughs> you would have been ropeable. And I was like, what? What do you mean? Left the conversation. I was like, how do you, how do you just leave a conversation with your mates? Like we've been mates forever. Why would you just leave the conversation and give no context? Why wouldn't you say, mm, "Go, I don't nothing really to add here, fellas. Um, don't really like where this conversation's going. I don't really agree or whatever else. So I'm going to sit this out. Or why wouldn't you say, give an opposing view, say, well you know, interesting that you think that way. What if you thought about it from this particular angle? And that would be how you would have a conversation. Obviously, you could have that conversation in person. Um, and obviously, we could pick up the phone and use proper words and intonation and all of those sorts of things that are picked up when tone, you're face-to-face yeah, tone, yeah. or uh, with voice. So you can hear all those subtle shifts and changes, whether someone's taking the piss or being serious, you can hear all that sort of stuff. But when you leave a conversation – that is instead of dropping a pebble in the ocean, it's like sinking a ship. <laughs> it's it's so much more significant. And I thought, is that appropriate behavior? Like, is that would you do that to your friends? And so <laughs> that that's what I thought we should speak about. All right. So there's a lot in this, and I, I want to. I've got some questions. I want to. Uh, I want to propose some different scenarios, and I want to. I want to first of all close this loop and just ask a question, which I'm pretty sure I know the answer to. This person, this this dear friend of yours, left the conversation where they didn't agree with the content of the conversation and has not re-entered the conversation. So there's no right. re-entry, right? So no, it's not you leave like and you're gone. you yeah. Yeah, leave and you're gone. So it's not like being at a dinner party where um, – I'm going to be so generic here and anyone that doesn't like this general conversation is going to have to leave and turn off. Uh, blokes are at a table and they start talking about sport and people that don't like sport go, I think I'm just going to leave for 20 minutes until they've spoken about their sport. But yeah. they're not angry. They're not um, They're not putting their hand up. They're just going to go and leave for 20 minutes because they just don't want that conversation, right? But then they're going to come back and they're going to change the topic to something else, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm written down here, sit it out, disagree or leave. And I want to know if we've missed a scenario. Obviously, there's a scenario in there called agree and engage, right? Mm -hmm. Is there a missing scenario that, could have played out for you that would have tickled your fancy. And this comes down to how we all behave in social interactions because I know, Damo, that there will be some people on this uh, episode listening or watching that would also leave when they disagree. It's the silent, it's the silent but deadly. It's the, it's the silent just, it's it's how, it's the, it's the vote of disagreement, right? Um, yeah. Are there any other scenarios that could have played out here? Well, can I say, yep. th- this is different to when you're on Messenger and someone adds you to a group chat. Yes, totally, so you, totally. You get yes. added to a group chat, all of a sudden someone's sprouting on about, you know, this amazing new supplement that they've found and, you know, it's the best supplement that anybody's ever seen. 
Um, it's going to help you with your redox pathways, and um, and I, you know, I can't wait to share you with it all because it's made me look thirty years younger just overnight. You know, so when you get those sorts of, I've added you to a, you've been added to a, a group chat. Of course, you're going to leave those chats because uh, they're unsolicited. That's never happened to you, has it? Never. <laughs> never. Those unsolicited, I'm adding you to a chat. Things you you leave. Yeah. Um, the other chats that I've left. Uh, where you might go, oh, well, you've left a chat demo. I've left a chat once before in WhatsApp where I was invited to be part of a chat. Um, I set up a chat to help some guys um, with with some weight loss challenges, some health challenges, um, and all I got was negativity and um, pushback from the suggestions that I was, you know, giving. So it was like, no, nah, I don't want to eat that. No, nah, this is all too hard. No, nah, this is, you know, I, I give me a different sort of approach. And I said, guys, this is all too much. This is not what I'm, I'm doing this for. I'm doing this as the goodness of my heart to help you guys. Um, you either like it or you lump it. Um, let me know what you want to do. Oh, can't you just make it easier? I don't want to do this sort of stuff. I said, I'm out of here. And so I left the chat. Um, and then I, I reached out to each of them individually and said, I've left that chat. You guys can keep it going. But I, there's nothing that I can do in that chat because it's specific to a weight loss chat that you guys don't want to have. Mm. So I um, – I left that. In this situation, this is a chat between three mates um, about catching up. Let's all catch up. Now, obviously, that chat about catching up was halted because of the lockdown. And so then the chat then moved into something that was, let's say, political. Topical. Um, and then topical. This it was just topical. Disengaged. But yeah. we're mates. So I just kind of don't understand why you would just up and leave. Like, take your bat and walk home. Like, I just, I don't understand that. Well, this is the thing. So Debbie Bunyard is saying, and this is where we can transfer some of this into um, an in-person conversation. Debbie's question is, is the person that left an introvert or extrovert, maybe they did not want to speak their mind for fear of not being able to state their case. This is where I think Damo and I are, are pontificating on this, is that when it's a genuine close friend, yeah, um, we think, and I and I agree here, is that, Regardless of whether you feel comfortable or not disagreeing with your friend, you yep. don't actually have to leave the room, so to speak. You don't have to leave the conversation. Uh, the vote of disagreeing, it's not even a, um, it's not, that's not the point. I think the point is that as close friends, you actually feel, and I know you, you're a feeler, Damo, you probably feel that your mate almost, uh, <laughs> I don't want to draw too big a bow here, but it's like they let you down. They, uh, they deserted you. Not, they didn't have to agree with everything that you say or think. But it's like when when is that is that how it is? Like when when times get tough, when we disagree, you just flee, just disappear. It's like shivers, man. What happens if what happens if I'm really in trouble? Like <laughs> and you That's disagree right. with the context of my trouble. You know, let's yeah. say I went broke for a bad business deal, and you think I could have done better, or I became a problem gambler, or I became a, an alcoholic, and you don't drink alcohol, and you don't have any. Compassion, does that mean that because you don't agree with it or you don't agree with me that you leave? I think that's what we're getting at here is that these subtle behaviors that actually show What's that statement? What does that mean? Like when you leave a conversation, what does that mean? Like, yes, Deb, I get it. Could be an introvert, could be an extrovert. Um, I won't answer that with regards to this person because it will give it away who this is. So um, uh, I would say that... In the context of this conversation, if it was three mates sitting around um, having 
some soda water um, at the pub and we were having a conversation. If you got up and left the table and didn't say anything and then went home, which is the same as just leaving a conversation, is that appropriate? Mm. And it goes even bigger into the quality of friendship. With your friendships and the people that you surround yourself with, do you have to agree with everything they say? And this even applies to family. I think it, it, it especially yeah. applies to family. And yeah. do you have to leave and put your hand up or just, you know, storm off or leave quietly? Um, how do you have to show disapproval? So, because so, when I hear this demo, like yeah. in my friendship and or family groups, my, my behaviour Depending on the topic, I've got a few different behaviors here. If I want to push buttons and I really want to drop a grenade in the social table, I'll just say something offensive or button pushing because I just want to, I just want to jazz up the conversation, which I think is, it's a fun and wonderful thing to do. But if I really don't feel like there's any great, like if it's a genuinely serious topic and like, say someone's going through a, say someone's going through a tough time, but it's almost been, um, you know, self-created or it was on, on them. Like I'm definitely not one to pile on because I feel like in 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 tough times. So in the context of your conversation without even – it doesn't even matter what was going on. You were going through a tough time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's plain and obvious just because you were in lockdown in Melbourne. You expressed that on, uh, on a recent episode. Um, so it just seems to me that that would be the – that's not the time to – leave a conversation and people might be listening to this going it's just on whatsapp like really you guys are making a mountain out of a molehill but if you put your if you have a think of what it would be like to be demo who is fiercely loyal has very strong friendships like strong friendships and to see that strong friend left the conversation you would only have to ask yourself why did that, did that right. happen that's right so you do you ask yourself why and both of us that were left in the conversation like what's just happened here like how's this happened so then individually both reached out the answer to are you okay is everything right was just had nothing else to add and and that was it full stop Um, full stop and and for me that was like okay well if you disagree that's totally fine um i respect that but you don't leave the conversation. You don't know. So if you're sitting at the dinner table and everyone's having a conversation that you disagree about, you yeah. don't have to leave the table. Sometimes for me personally, I actually really love to sit in these conversations and just observe all the differing views and, you know, sip on my soda water and just watch the entertainment unfold without getting, mm-hmm. you know, emotionally attached to the to it, particularly if I have a differing view. But I mm-hmm. think it's I think it's it, it it doesn't again, in the way I view the world, it's not um, I would never leave the I would never leave the conversation as, as a particularly if it was close friends or family. Um, I might go and play with the kids for ten minutes and and then come back. Do you know what I mean? I think there's a there is a subtle a subtle art there. Um, yeah. but what do you think of um, what do you think of? So we both think that in our view of the world that this individual would have been wiser just to stay in the conversation but not actually have to. Leave and just let all the comments run through. I'm sure we've all been in real life conversations and digital chats where there's all these comments coming in. 
but you don't have to engage. You don't have uh-huh. to engage. Like I always think it's interesting the amount of people that come out of the woodwork, even in our podcast, that have listened to us whilst ironing the shirts or dropping the kids off or going for a walk for seven years have never actually engaged in the conversation, but they're listening to the conversation. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, but they don't actually have. They've never. It's. They don't have to leave. And I yeah. think that's. I think it's. It isn't. It is from a social life perspective. Given that you know, socialising is a massive part of aging gracefully. I think these p's and q's of knowing how to behave when we disagree with someone is is paramount. So where this has come from is the society's desire to back a winner. Uh, and to only go with what's right or wrong, oh. to go with what's good or bad, to go with um, the black or white, to pick a side. Um, so you can't have a conversation whether it's blue or red it's um, or a combination. Like you can't have those conversations anymore because people have been siloed into a bundle. So if you question something these days, you're then to be seen to be anti whatever that is or pro whatever that oh, is. Oh, no grey, no grey. No, no grey, no colour, no rhythm. So the like the groove in a song is the space between the beats. Yeah. If we're just like black, white, black, white, black, white, black, white, black, white, black, white, or open, close, open, close, open, close, open, close. If our conversation and life becomes binary, which is exactly what this is, um, we're either in or we're out, we're on or we're off, we're good or we're bad, we're black or we're white, we're, you know, hmm. you can do all of that. If if we continue to desire and design our society according to a set of rights and wrongs um, rather than actually the respect of individuals and the differences that we all bring, the creativeness that we bring to our lives, if we try to science the shit out of our life, we are going to self-destruct. So we've got to be really careful of looking for the right or wrong answer, the proof or the science of stuff because science is meant to help us ask better questions. But what's happened is the media has made us think that the science gives us the answers and that means that when you arrive at an answer, you've arrived at a decision and when you arrive at a decision, you kill off all other options. And a decision which when you break down the word decide or insecticide or herbicide is to kill off all other options. When you decide on something, you've killed off mm. everything else. In other words, you've killed the conversation. So in this situation, I was surprised because the conversation between us as mates had always been um, what I thought um, open to interpretation honesty um, because that's what a friendship is built upon. It's great. A friendship actually, is great. It's not black or white. It's not red or blue. It's it's every color of the rainbow. That's what a friendship is and that's what a marriage is. Like, And a marriage of friends is uh, coming together of two people or a group of people that would engage in a lifestyle that embraces the differences and mm. the similarities and then builds upon and gives strength to. So in this situation, it felt like a real weakening moment of the friendship because um, the conversation was cauterized because it was insecticided or decided, if that makes sense. Is, has this uh, friend ever – have you ever had a disagreement with this person in the past? Or was it the first time you became acutely aware? 
Uh, no, there's been other disagreements, and this it probably has been a similar sort of response. So I just think that this person um, struggles to be able to communicate um, a, an alternative view yeah. um, or another view. Or absorb an alternative view, like absor- to be exposed yeah. to it and feel it and sit there and listen to it without actually – because I feel like a lot of this comes down to how what we were exposed to growing up and seeing yeah. our parents – relate to each other, particularly if there was an opposing view, also known as yes. an argument, taking yeah. place. And did the did the did the mum walk out of the room? Did the dad walk out of the room? Did they put their arms up and just leave? Or did they sit down and compassionately and even it can be passionately argue. So Sarah and I disagree. We'll disagree. And I'm I'm happy to say we, we're happy to disagree in front of the kids. We don't we yeah. don't have to take disagreements into private rooms and only only exude harmony in the kitchen and the dining room. Like I I love it when our kids actually see us disagreeing. I like I like seeing all colours of the rainbow. It doesn't happen very often, I'm happy to say, but it also not one to sugarcoat it. We're two Leos that want to fight for what is right. Um, <laughs> but I think it's really um, important to consider what were we exposed to growing up, what were we taught as a way to behave growing up, and as now adults in life, is that the way we want to behave as adults when we're exposed to an alternate view? Because I do think um, without knowing who this was, Damo, or what upbringing they've had, I would be if I was a betting man, I would be putting my money on the fact that that type of behaviour is consistent with what they observed growing up and they've never actually assessed it as an adult to see if it's any to see if it's behavior that they want to change yeah yeah for sure it was very much like a suits moment you go in there you yell at someone and then you walk out <laughs> i've got to watch this show it comes up every two or three episodes on 100 i love, it. I love it it's yeah. such a great show but um you know it's like blah 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 and there's no response it's like I can't believe you just said that and is then there door slamming out. is there any door slamming Door slamming, yeah. So door slamming for me is an interesting one. Like, there's another great. That's a topic. That's a topic for another day. Door the slam. things that you grew up with that you continue in your in your life today that happen. Like, I reckon there's a bit too much door slamming at Pierce HQ, and <laughs> it drives me a little bit wild. I must admit, because I don't think doors need to be slammed, and I don't know what they achieve. Um, but the statement. It's a statement that I'm angry. It's a statement of disagreement. I'm angry. I disagree. It's actually, I, I'm actually thankfully not the one that, uh, for want of a better term, causes the door slamming moments. It's normally siblings uh, or maybe children annoying Sarah. And Wouldn't she it might- just be Darby and Maya? Oh, Darby. <laughs> That's who would be slamming yeah. the door, right? Uh, yeah. Maybe, maybe a bit of Sebear, a bit of Darby, a bit of Maya. Tommy, Tommy's master in the art of. Slamming doors far too early in life. He's just turned five and he's too good at it. But, um, yes. you know, that's a conversation for another time. For sure. Um, for sure. I love this. Thanks for your honesty. I do love it, Damo, when you're happy to share a life experience that we can flesh out on an episode. And I know some people would be like, guys, what does this have to do with longevity? May we remind you, uh, mastering your social life and mastering the way you behave around humanity and the diversity yeah. of opinion and the diversity of people and the way that mm-hmm. we've been raised and the food that we eat and the 
th- the way that we exercise and the way we like to live our business lives and the rest is what allows us to live such incredible lives. If we can master that and appreciating everyone, um, and again, it's not like Damo's cut his mate off and they're never going to talk again. It's more That's just right. an interesting observation of behavior, which we think is a good opportunity to flesh out. So thanks, Damo, as always, for being happy to share. Oh, you're most welcome, PC. I'll go back to just one thing you mentioned before, diversity. Um, it's a really big thing. It's a topic at the moment that people talk about diversity and inclusiveness. And diversity and inclusiveness doesn't only pertain to gender and race. Mm. So diversity and inclusiveness pertains to everything. So it's your personal values, your religion, your education, uh, your ideas, your education. Your income. Like, di- yes, your diversity and inclusiveness conversations don't stop at the color of your skin or your gender. It, it's so much more than that. So if we're going to be uh, wanting to be inclusive and have a diverse range um, of people in our workplace or in our home life or in our social life or in our community, it includes everything, mm. like everything, not just the stuff that can be scienced. That's it. Well, that's a topic for another day as well. Words that the mass media have reduced the definition of. <laughs> like yeah. diversity used to actually mean diversity. Now it means gender and race. It's actually a bit more than that, folks. <laughs> you know, right. anyway. Yeah. Anyway, uh, getting carried away. For more on the great man that is Damien Christoph, head on over to damienchristoph.com, myself, Marcus Pierce. Dot com dot au. And to all of you, our 100 Not Outers, we love you. Thank you for your support, over 431 episodes and counting. Until next week, continue as always to make the rest of your life the best of your life. Bye for now. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.